Welcome back, guys, to episode 174 yes, yep. of iPokes and Head Chokes. Um, we're here to cover what happened over the weekend in terms of the turned UFC. Out. Oh, you still have your music? Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of UFC and uh, WWE NXT, um, hope everybody had a good weekend, um, especially everybody breaking curfew. Uh well, there's no yeah. more curfew now. And no more curfew now, but there was. And well, dude, until, until Saturday, technically. Cause yeah, because he ended it early and then mm-hmm. great decision. It was a moot point anyway. Yeah, it's, it's like, like everything's going back to to yeah. being open, but not normal. So it's like. Yeah, I'm going back to work on Wednesday. So. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm of the opinion we should be in phase two at least, but whatever. That's that's just me. Um, But not. Nah, uh, yeah, it's obviously forgot to do introductions. Me, Mr. Alex, and Mr. Cooler, back with you guys. Uh, so, what were your initial? Th- I know you didn't. Did you rewatch um, UFC? Because I know you weren't watching, or you just did the highlights. I was just giving you shit. I was oh, definitely. <laughs> yes, oh, okay. I was watching. I was okay. Definitely- no, because I'm. So, I'm just saying because like if, you, if the movie came on or some shit. Because I completely stopped watching NXT once on the Thirty for Thirty came on. Well, so that I should have watched that instead. Um, NXT was decent. No, it was. It was, it was pretty it was, good. It was decent, but yeah. Um, I mean, we could just dive straight into <laughs> UFC. <laughs> it was, um, well, um, I don't know what so, else to say without being mean, and it, no, and it wasn't bad. It was we'll just it. like we'll get to it. It wasn't okay. their best one. I can say yeah. that. It it it, it was the lower spectrum. Of I don't know what was that made it me either. Maybe, I, I, maybe the copycat move of using the the back lot. I don't know. I, I like that match. I don't know. We'll get to it. Well, let's, yeah, let's get into UFC. So, UFC, we had the... Okay, so, I watched prelims, too. I watched prelims yeah, as well. you were saying that. Uh, I did not watch I, I Well, I technically had it. It. Well, it. was while I was um while I was cleaning everything up. Like, I was watching the prelims. And... Um, I did wait, see some. They, they had some legit ones. I think I started... Did I start at the early... Yeah, I said, oh shit, I actually watched most of the whole thing. That they, Okay, I'm actually really surprised that I watched yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, never do that. Um, I kind so, of did the same thing too, like, and I didn't I'm just going to run through them. So I I started at Alonzo uh, Manifield versus David um, Devin Clark. Uh, quick decision win. Um, Alonzo Manifield won at light heavyweight. Then we had um, Juicier Formiga versus uh, Ale- Alex. I don't know why I couldn't say my own name. Alex Perez. Um, Alex Perez won with a KO. Uh, in round one in four minutes and six seconds. You know what's um, the worst thing about this? It's like we always say it, and I didn't watch it. Like we always say that the the prelims, the early prelims are where the best matches are at. Oh, they have the best some of the, yeah, Because the these house. are people that's really like trying to put their best foot forward and exactly. trying to get a name. So it's the, like, the that's why you... Exactly. Exactly. And, and those are always better because they're out for blood because they're out for a yeah. name. And you saying that they had a couple of knockouts, I'm kind of mad I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was it was some it was some good shit. Um, then in the regular um prelim card, we had Charles Bird uh losing to Mackie Pitolo. The his name is Mackie the Coconut Bomber, um Pitolo. Like he he 
dude, he knocks people the fuck out. Like, the dude's from Hawaii, he will knock you the fuck out. Um, he won okay. in a TKO in round two with a minute and 10 seconds. Uh, the next fight kind of tugged at everybody's heartstrings at if they watched the uh, prelim cards. Um, Cody uh, Stamen um, defeated Brian Kelleher. Uh, this is when I started watching. Yeah, his, unfortunately, his brother, brother? His younger brother, 18 years old, had just passed away out of nowhere about a week before the fight. And, you know, very understandable for anybody to be like, hey, you know, I'm not going to go fight because, like, my, my brother just passed away. I'm agreeing with my family. But um, he showed intense and tremendous professionalism. Uh, and he went out and won the fucking fight, honestly, um, in a decision. All three, he practically won all three rounds. And it, it was just, it was the fight of... It's life, honestly, because like he went out there to fight for his brother because like he was like, my brother wouldn't want me to not go out and fight. And he put on the performance of his career so far. Um, and that's what everybody said. And like, you know, it's everybody was kind of pulling for him. Even I'm pretty sure even like his opponent, he said he was like, you know, my condolences to his family, him and his family, because like using losing your younger brother, I can't imagine I don't have a younger brother. But like the thing is, like losing anybody in your family and then you have to go out and go to work like a week later, like that yeah. would blow like and i can't even fathom that and for him to have done it and won and then you saw at the end like the pure outpour of emotion he was finally he, able to yeah read and he let just it go. burst out in tears yeah. after that after the last bell yeah. and it, it was great to see but at the same time it was still kind of hard to see um going back to um what was it? One of the fight nights in the last two weeks mm. when the other, I forgot the guy's name, but the other gentleman, he had um, his, his daughter had passed. And like it just goes, yes. it just goes to show like sometimes you need to have that moment of, OK, I need to fight. I need to hit something. Yeah. I need to let, let this out. out in some kind of way. This is the best kind of work that they can do. Yeah. At least and, this is that this is how I think about it. This is the best way this is the best type of work you can do where you you're it's illegal to get this frustration now. Yeah. So like it it was great for him to have the win. It was great for him to let everything out and like just seeing him let it out and like you know that uh, that's like just purging everything and now you're finally able to actually go and yeah. be with your family and mourn correctly and whatever. So like um congratulations to him and our condolences yeah. to him and his family. Um after that we had Ian Heinsnitch, I don't know how to say his German last name, against Ger Gerald, Gerald Mearshart. Um, he won in the first round with a KO. He just knocked the boy out. Um, it was pretty damn good. And I was just, and a lot of these, this pay per view went by quick because of the knockouts. Like, yeah. A yeah. lot of them were just flying forward because a lot of them were in the first round or second round. Um, but it was a good knockout, if I remember correctly. And then afterwards, we had Alex Caceres versus um, Chase Hooper. Chase oh Hooper's my like God. 20 years old or 18, oh, 18, 19 or 20, think, one of them. I think 20. Um, Alex, like, he he's a young boy. Like, he has so much time left. He just dropped something. We don't know what it was. But he has so much time left in his career. He's only 20. And he was undefeated until that point. He was 9-0-1. Um, he took, his, he took his O. He took his licks. And, like, he, you're going to have to take those lessons. Like, he was facing yeah. a veteran of the of the ring for a while, of, of the USC for a while, um, and you know, it was a hell Alex of a fight. Caceres. He put his, he put all all of his knowledge of veteranship and just threw it on on kid. And 
He's, Chase yeah, Alex is great. Any, Chase Hooper didn't have any like responses because he was just like, oh shit. Like if you get him to the ground, you could see he was perfectly comfortable. If he was able to get him to the ground, yeah. the few times that he was able to get him to the ground. But like when he was, I like how up, he, he was tell. he was not trying to have it though. Alex was no, not trying to take it to the ground. And then he after a while, he, he's not dumb. He knows. Yeah, he wasn't doing that for the first two rounds. And then after a while, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me try. Let me do it. I can do it. Let me just see. Let me take it to what to 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 his fight. Let me fight his fight. Let me see what I can do. Let me show him what I can do rather than let me see what I can do because it wasn't like neither, he was not a slouch on the ground. It's just oh, no, Chase is just so good, and you see him like I'm looking. I'm like he's trying to pull him with his feet, like. And that's you don't see like, that how good you often. are. As, like if yeah, like that shows that type. Like if you if you're trying to pull somebody down with your foot, just just your foot, like you know your ground game is probably fucking serious as shit. Yeah. So, uh, Alex Casillas, he played, he game planned perfectly, did what he had to do, and um, taught. Chase Hooper, the rookie, a lesson, and I hopefully Chase Hooper, like I'm sure he's gonna get better as he goes on because he's only Most fucking twenty. Likely. He's still growing, dude. And like, he was, so yeah, like, you can see it, and they were saying like they don't deserve, they, not that they don't deserve, but they don't need to be in that weight class. They need to be heavy because they're yeah. so tall and lanky. They don't need to be featherweights. This is just who they are at this moment. Yeah. They, they have to climb up. They should be climbing up, and hopefully is. Hopefully, both of them will be taken care of as far as getting belts in in every division that they actually conquer because they just yeah. look. They look. It was a good fight. That was that was pretty much my fight of the night with without a knockout. <laughs> without a knockout. That's fair. That's fair. That's, that's my that's, fight. That's, that's my fair. fight of the night. So I guess that's like my third fight of the night. Gotcha. <laughs> so uh, moving on to the main card, uh, first match of the night was uh, Eddie Wineland versus Sean O'Malley. So like. I've never seen Sean O'Malley before, right? And I saw, I saw his picture heard the name. and I was like, I've heard the name, but I like yeah. didn't watch a fight. And I was just like, oh, why are people so high on him? And I saw the hair. Like, I really didn't think about it. And I was like, oh, whatever. He looks kooky. He has a gimmick, whatever. I'm like, he, and you look at some, I've heard of Eddie Wineland. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's fucking Eddie Wineland. Like, you know, it's not going to. Yeah. I, I um, was sitting there. So I, I missed this match. I missed this fight, right? For whatever reason, I don't even remember why I missed this fight. I think I just went to the bathroom or started making some food or something, but I missed it. Next thing you know, I look at the screen. I'm like, why the hell is, like, who said Takashi can change his his fucking, his job title? Like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit, he knocked him out. You can't, Damn, do, you cannot, cannot do that. Fucking, it was like. And it was beautifully done, and DC broke it down yeah. perfectly. He was like, DC is coming, great breaking yeah, that oh, shit he's, down. He's great at breaking it down. He's like he's, the greatest. He's like the, he's John Madden. Like, yeah. <laughs> he he only failed once the whole night, which was hilarious. But like, and that wasn't yeah. even his fault. He's like, I missed it. I missed yeah. it. But um, besides that, like, he broke it down perfectly. When he was going in, he kept noticing that every time he went to uppercut, he bit on the uppercut low to defend low, and he yeah. fainted and just went straight across. Bro, that knockout was something. I think you're talking about the wrong knockout. No, it was this one. Sean O'Malley just fainted and just went. He fainted Uh, with the uppercut and caught him with the right straight. That didn't. That was an uppercut. He fainted with the uppercut. He he made it look like he was gonna throw an uppercut. He put his shoulder down, made it look like he was gonna. That was a hell of a haymaker. Fucking. Eddie Wineland put down his guard and then caught it over the top. And he went to sleep. He he stayed he straight and just yeah he 
Sweet. It was it was beautiful. Like, I, I jumped out of my seat. I was like, yo, that shit was crazy. Like, and that's when I texted the group. I'm gonna tell me I saw this fucking knockout. Um it it, it was I was nuts. so mad because I I I went to go take something outside. That's what the fuck happened. I went to go take the trash out and <laughs> immediately after I leave, I see this text. Tell me you've seen this lock knockout. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. That should have me so pissed off because I get back in the house. I look at it. Actually, I'm on the phone trying to find the highlights on Twitter and I see it. And I'm like, that's what the fuck I missed? It was, <laughs> it was so it was bad. The quickest out of nowhere knockout. Yeah. Just fucking flash in the pan. Yeah. And you were like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it, it didn't process to me until like he just, not, not when he hit the floor, when I just saw him walk away. Yeah. When he With, just walked away, he, he punched him and just, he, he knew it immediately. Right after the punch landed, he just knew it just walked away. Then yeah, because his bottom. body was, his whole body was slump. He, it, like, not even slump, he, it was just a board, stiff. Like, yeah, like he just, exactly. He definitely felt like a board, like straight, his whole body was straight falling. So, yeah. He just had no reaction as he walked away. And they asked him about that after um, um, Rogan asked him about that. It's like, you had no reaction. I've never seen that. He said, "No, I knew this was gonna happen." Yeah, he's like, I "This, this is how I, I knew it. this is how I go into fights. I go into fights knowing I'm gonna knock them out. I say I'm gonna knock them out. I'm gonna knock them out." You know what? Sitting there like, "Oh shit!" I I don't. People will say, "Oh, that's cocky. That's arrogant." Blah blah. blah. Like if you could back it up. Yeah, if you know what that's you, if you fine know with your, me. If you know what you're capable of, that's perfectly fine with me. I will never knock you. I'll I'll only knock you until you don't back it up. That's when I'll be like. Yeah, stop talking. Stop talking. Um, after this, we had Neil Magny uh, fighting against Anthony Rocco Martin. Um, it was a, it was closer than I thought. Um, I didn't think Neil Magny won by that much of a la- the. He won by decision, all three rounds. Um, they gave him thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven, and twenty nine twenty eight. Uh, I don't know what the other two refs were looking at that gave him 30-27. 29-28 was more accurate in terms of winning, but, like, uh, I, I don't know. It was a good fight. Neil Magny, like, he he kept it on, but for the most part, I was just like, I don't know where the disparity, like, how big of a gap, why there was such a big of a gap um, in terms of the scoring for those two judges. I just didn't understand, but it was it was a good um, fight. After that, um, and we had a lot of bantamweights. Um, fights because of uh, Henry Cejudo giving up the title and all that shit and retiring and whatnot. So we have a vacant championship. Um, after that, and they're still a- calling him out. Exactly. After that, we had Aljamain Sterling versus Cody um, Sandhagen, and uh, between these yep. two, they both yeah. acknowledged that whoever wins should go on to like fight challenge for the title next. And that's um, exactly what Corey said after he after he got choked out. Go get yeah, that belt. Exactly, and. Like- um, Like everybody was waiting for this fight. Everyone was waiting for this fight. And then um we thought it was gonna be a hard, hard hitting three rounds. Aljamain certainly was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Like immediately, nope. Nope. That's the one thing about the banterweights. Like they're so small that they it's like Yes, they're so small, they're so damn fast. It's like watching the fucking it's like watching two spider monkeys fight. Yeah, it's so fucking fast. (laughs) Crawling over each other and just Yeah, it's like it, it's literally like watching Goten versus Trunks when they're younger, just fighting each other in Dragon Ball. It's just like yeah, it's like why they're so fast. <laughs> even yeah, even 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 Goku and Vegeta was just like, what is happening? <laughs> like it makes you think. Like Bantamweight, I think I think like 
I promise you, if Bruce Lee was a bantamweight and was alive today and in this division, like he, what was he? What was his weight class? I would say probably bantam or feather, honestly, because when you see how cut he was, how lean he was, and how fast he fast he was, he was dude, <laughs> like, yeah, looked like he had no mass, right? <laughs> yeah, I, and I highly suggest that people have not seen Be Water on the Thirty for Thirty on ESPN. I highly suggest. Everybody okay, watch it. I'll watch. No, I'm saying like everybody else, not only you, jerk. I know. But yeah, like it. Well, shit, we're gonna talk about that on Friday. So. Yeah, eventually, exactly. Um, after this, we had another bantamweight um, co-main event. We had Rafael Asuncao versus Cody Garbrandt. Um, with oh, man. I don't oh. know which one is the is the knockout of the night. Did they both win? Because I don't remember who won. Well, the night. Well, I would go with the Cody Garbrandt. Oh, only because he knocked him out. I would pick out. that one, actually. He knocked him out, and the way he like he 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 kind of launched himself so off of, off of like I don't even want to say he launched himself off of the off off the gate, but he didn't. But he was holding the gate, and then he like how he you never held go? the gate. So the thing was okay. So it was a great fight. Up. It was a great fight for the first two rounds. They were both fight. Actually, to me, Rafael Sansa was actually winning the fight in two rounds. Yeah, so the first two rounds he was doing more. He was hitting more. Cody Garbrandt looked active, but he wasn't hitting as much. But like you could tell, he was just waiting, looking for something. He was, it was just taking. He, his, he saw something that he knew he could science. take advantage of. It's the science and, of um, fight. So at the end of the second round, he goes against the cage. Ten seconds left. You're like, I, right, you know, whatever. We're gonna go to round three. So what he did, he went against the cage, never took his eyes off of him, which was fucking beautiful, and still went, paying attention to down. Yeah, everything. everything. Crouched down, put his put his fist right on like hip level a little below hip level and made it look his like hands he was, was grabbing open. the cage his hand was kind of yeah. open it looked like he was grabbing the cage he saw and never looked like swung he did a he, dip and he noticed that like he said it he was like he he kept biting on the dip so i dipped dodged it and just what he did was because he dipped his legs were in a spring so him bringing up that punch with the full force of your legs behind you and just smashing the shit out of his face, that's oh, what happened. God. That was like the greatest uppercut ever. Oh, yeah. It was a super falcon punch, like, <laughs> out of nowhere. And everybody was just like, oh, and it was right, like, knocked him the fuck out. Right on the belt. It's right crazy belt. because it don't, it doesn't look like he put so much of himself into that that he actually did. Yeah, like, and that's what it is. It, it didn't look like it was much, but like when you actually look at it, like you see the whole body mechanics behind it. Yeah, it was fucking. It's, it's just what comes with a fucking uppercut. To me, it <laughs> felt like it felt like watching an anime um, that I watch. Uh, it's called well, that I used to watch a long time ago. It's done now. Um, Hajime no Ippo. Um, it's about boxing. It's something similar to that. They showed a move where you spring from your legs, you drop down, and then you push up, and you just knock him the fuck out and that's pretty much what he did so when i saw that i was like i was like he hit him with the gazelle punch <laughs> like holy shit so i was like i'm bugging out but no that, that shit was crazy and i was just like we had i think i saw like fucking four or five great knockouts just alone in that the whole night which is awesome well, i only saw two and the bantamweight division is so much fun to watch because it's just so fast you never know what's gonna happen the, yeah they're the best because yeah you don't know what's gonna happen fucking like Especially like around round two, after they're like jumping around and just pacing and and they get they work up a sweat, you don't know if they're gonna be able to actually like 
jump on each other's back and choke yeah. the other one out, like what just happened in um in the match before. And you don't know if they're just gonna be that fast and just either run into the wrong punch or or what? Because they're so they're so fast and they're they're just so fucking active. They're so fucking active. That's why even what was last week I was saying, eh, every every match is is pretty much good, good uh great to watch except for the heavyweight match. But it's no matter where you go with um, weight classes to watch, it's all about the science. Yeah, it is. It's At always, the end of the day, always it is about the science. science. Yeah. Um, and then we had the main event: uh, double champ Amanda Nunes, greatest of all time, um, defeated Felicia really? Spencer in five. Really, greatest of all time. Greatest of all time, easily, without a doubt. Ele- she, Eleven she makes, fucking she defenses. Makes people look like children. I'm sorry. Like, look, don't get me wrong, Felicia Spencer. For you oh, hanging yeah. in there I, for that long, I thought she was gonna get dusted. For, I thought she was. Gonna, I texted. I text. I thought she was gonna get dusted. I was like, oh, she coming out to fucking queen. Reason, yeah, the only reason why I said she wasn't gonna get dusted is because she did have that fight against Cyborg before Cyborg left um, UFC. Yeah. and she ate Cyborg's punches. Every single hard hitting one that would knock any other woman out, uh, even a man like Cyborg could knock out a dude easy straight I'm sure. up. Um, of course. She ate all of them and kept going. And she's game. And I like that about Felicia Spencer. She's fucking game. And she does not back down. You got to knock her the fuck out. And if Cyborg's punches weren't knocking her the fuck out, then maybe Amanda Nunes wouldn't knock her out either. Which turned out to be the case. Nunes hit her hard with some shit here and there. A lot. It wasn't a lot of super clean hits. But when she got some clean hits... She fucked her up. And she were moving into those hits. Like, yeah, exactly. She, I don't want to say she was walking through them shits, but she ate them because she was just moving into them. And I was not expecting, like, I was expecting maybe a knockout or maybe she was going to get tired and just and just get choked out or something or just or just get gassed and, and, and you were going to be able to see it. But she didn't get gassed. She didn't get gassed. Um, Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She I mean, was she tired, but slowing she... down a little bit towards like the f- end of the fourth and at the fifth yeah. round, and because you could see that um, Amanda Nunes, like she started picking well, up. Well, that pace. fifth round makes sense. That's when she got the he- the hematoma on the head. Um, but you know what? Shout out to Amanda to Nunes too, because like she could have kept fucking her up. Honestly, legit could have kept fucking her up, but she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna take it to the floor. There's no point. Yeah, to, like yeah, she could have kept going girl. for the head. Yeah, she's like. She had 72 hits to the head. Those were the stats. 74. 74. 74. Sorry, two more. Yeah. <laughs> 74 hits to the head. It was, it was really great. It was and more like, than honestly, I expected, too. I, I wouldn't have blamed the judges or the ref or even the corner on Felicia Spencer's side to, like, Stop it after the fourth round because she was just getting well done after the on the fourth. After round. seeing that and fucking hematoma, and yeah, like, like, and that happened like in the fight. last. That happened like in the last fifteen seconds yeah, of the fucking it, fourth round. Exactly. So the thing was like again, kudos to her for lasting all five rounds. The fight could have been stopped, maybe should have been. Also, Amanda's a fucking goat. She makes people look like. So, I right, you want to go to the ground? Let's go to the ground, I guess. Like. You, and, yo, and she was not, dropping her like nothing, like nothing. She was like, "Get, get out the way, get out yeah. the way." She looked but, oh, like yeah. she looked like this girl coming into WWE, Ronda Rousey coming into WWE, just fucking hip tossing people like nothing. 
like, how she did Alexa Bliss and how Alexa Bliss got injured. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the other thing is Amanda Nunes didn't like super <clears throat> injure somebody here. I mean, you're technically going out to injure somebody, but you I know, mean you're supposed to. But... You're supposed to, but. <laughs> Well, you're not supposed to injure them. That's not the goal to go out to injure people in the UFC, but you're out to win. Either way, but still, like, she was just, she just tosses people. You're there for she's first blood? A beast. And she's, the thing is, she's, <laughs> she's, uh, <laughs> she's a natural I should have said it like Frank. I should have said it like Frank from Sunny in Philly. You should have. <laughs> um, she's a natural 145, dude. So for her to even go down to 135 again, like it's gonna be a pain in the ass. But but she loves 135 too. That's the thing. So um, but at 145, she's just she's just a fucking beast. Like, but then the thing is like, who's who's left to fight her again? Fucking Shevchenko. Like, she already beat Shevchenko. You know, and Shevchenko's the only one that gave her a run for her money for the most part. So it's like. But you still beat everybody. This is what happens when we're just so happy to see the women fight with the women title because this is fairly new, like they were saying. So it's like, who do they fight next? Um, do you make another division that is called it Nunes? Like <laughs> maybe I don't know. What do you do? But but at the same time, they should have been thinking about trilogies for the women. But it's also if, about if they were close fights, fine. If they were yeah, close fights, yes, yes, that's the, the thing. Same. If it's yeah. a close fight, you can make an argument for it. Yeah. But like, so maybe like a Shevchenko, you can make a second fight out of that because it was yeah, it was pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. But um, and she gave her trouble. But everybody else, like she's fucking yeah. It's like who? Um, yeah, who and why? Fucking long live the fucking queen, man! <laughs> like she's a fucking beast. She's a beast. That is what it is. Like, and she's only thirty. She's only what thirty one, thirty two. Yeah. She's she's still yeah. got like what four more years if she wants to. She don't have to fight anymore. She she's proven everything, like, but she they just need to give her opponents. And if she's just gonna go knocking she's not gonna lose the belt if she's just like fighting everybody that's in the UFC still. Like they gotta next? get gotta get new people. I like how Angela Hill she had tweeted, watching Nunes makes me wanna fight more makes me wanna fight better or makes me wanna be better. Yo, and it's true. When you see her like just the professionalism and her fighting, like it's just like, yo, how are you? It's not how even are you, how are you, how this, are you this nice of a person how, as well. One, that's the one thing. She a fucking sweetheart outside of it. Like you can see she transforms when she goes into the yeah. Octagon, but as soon as that bell's done, like sweetheart. The other she gave like, Spencer so much fucking love. She gave she her did. so much love. Cause she I'm probably like, went up to her like, yo. You hung in there. <laughs> like, yeah, she was, gave she was her the belt and everything. Like, exactly. said, hold like, this. This is the closest like, you're gonna get. Like, <laughs> but, but, but not even saying it like that. But, exactly. but still, like, yeah, she's such a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. She's so fucking nice. Like, if there's one it, person I would love to meet, like that, she would be one. I'd be like, yo, like, you're the shit. Like, there's yeah. no if ands or buts about it. And she carries herself so well overall. She's so professional and she's so gracious and stuff. So like, it's always fun to watch Amanda Nunes. Um. What I want to see, shit you not, I know it's another division. I know it's another weight class. Maybe the only one that could actually give her, not the only one because Shevchenko obviously gave her a run for her money, but I want to see... Um, Double R? Weili Zhang against Yes. Amanda oh, Nunes. shit, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Weili Zhang and Amanda Nunes. Woo. They'd probably have to meet like at 135 if Weili Zhang could put on the weight, but like yeah. that would be... A fucking what weight class is she? Weili Zhang. Um, not entirely sure. Straw weight. 
she's at one fifteen. So yeah, she's strawweight. Yeah, strawweight division. So she'd have to tack on twenty pounds. That's that's a lot to ask. That's the sucky thing. That's a lot to ask. Well, it's all her to slowly make her way up. Yeah, she she give her, and she probably will eventually if she. If she holds down that division for at least another year or two, then she'll probably start. Yeah, I would say give it a year and a half um, to even to even see and to consistently be able to hold a certain amount of weight where she can have yeah. that with Nunez because that's 20 pounds is like you can't just go into that. Oh, no, that's not because like your whole body changes, your whole mechanics, yes. your whole speed. And you need, and to, you need so. to be comfortable with your body. Exactly. At, at that weight class. And it's, it's so many changes in, yep. just in that. Like, oh, man, a great fucking fight. I was really wishing for a knockout, but I got a couple already. So exactly. I was just happy with how how much of a fucking fighter Felicia is. Like, she yeah. was not... She this never, game, she whole time, never, never said quit. die. Never quit. And yeah. I respect the shit out of that. So, so yeah, with that said, um, it was a great card. It was it was fun to watch. Uh, So, with NXT TakeOver, moving on to NXT TakeOver, uh, I'm going to run through the matches, say the results, and then we could talk about each match afterwards because I just want, yeah. like, whatever we have. So, the first match we had was Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart. Fucks with you, Shotzi Blackheart. Versus Cass I Lorraine, thought she was dead. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Me too. We'll get back to it. Um, so Yim, Knox, and Blackheart defeated uh Larray, Kai, and Gonzalez. Um, pretty good match. Uh after that we had Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, which was one of the really good matches of the night. Um, we've watched him as Punishment Martinez for years and we know what he's capable of. Seen him um, lot. Finn, yeah, exactly. Quite a few times. Uh, Finn Balor, we know Finn Balor is um, capable of Prince Balor, at least now. So uh, he's starting to get that edge back. And he had a pretty good match. Um, and Balor defeated Priest via pinfall after the coup de grace from, like, almost literally halfway across the ring. He barely got him. Uh, after that, we had the NXT, NXT North American Championship. Um, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, Keith Lee defeated Gargano to retain the title. Um, good match. Uh, and we had the NXT Championship after that. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream in the backlot match. Um, Cole defeated Dream via pinfall to retain the title. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa like pretty much got squashed by Karrion Cross. I don't know who the fuck Karrion Cross is. This was my first time seeing him. Uh, um, former Impact guy. He's he's great. He's great. Yeah, like he, he he put on a show, and I was like, put on a show like. You just treat yeah. Champa like shit as if Champa was nothing, and we know Champa's a shit. So, like, if you if you squash Champa, they're kind of like really putting a lot into him, especially for the NXT division because Champa is like he's that guy, Ciampa. exactly. Yeah, he's that guy. Um, after that, we finished off with the NXT Championship match, the NXT Women's Championship match: Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Um, Io so, Shirai. another another main event for Charlotte. But this time she lost, thankfully. Io Shirai defeated um, Ripley and Flair to um, to win the title, finally. Uh, it's long overdue. Io Shirai was one of the better athletes, better wrestlers in the world for the last five years, um, along with uh, Asuka. So, like, mm-hmm. she was a three-time Japanese um, wrestler of the year uh, for star- stardom and all that shit, like, She's a fucking beast. So for her to finally be able to get the championship, um, it's it's really good. It's about time. This is the other thing. Uh, just since we're just we could talk about whatever now. Um, yeah. The one thing that I'm uh, that does bother me though was yes, I get wanting to have 
Charlotte Flair go back down and win the NXT title and whatever. But what was the point if she was only going to have it for one pay-per-view? You know what I mean? Like, uh. you took it off Rhea Ripley practically for no reason. Other than to just have Charlotte Flair have another fucking championship. Well, it's still NXT, and we don't know what's going to happen with Charlotte. We don't know if she's going to stay, leave, or 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 just go to all three shows. We have no idea what's going to happen with her. Um, it's we we already know what it is. It's to get the brand popping. That's all it is. No, she's I know, on but NXT. Like, well, build build the people you have there. You don't need to bring fucking Charlotte back. You didn't. The only person I would make an argument is for eyes. Finn, but so I, it didn't make me watch the NXT product. It didn't. I watched the, I watched it the takeovers, it, but just not you. But it, like I, you you definitely know that there are some people that no, said, "Oh, Charlotte's gonna go. I'm gonna go watch." Charlotte is the champ. She's not just gonna go. I'm gonna watch. The other thing is like they have been. She has been like showing up with the title, making it relevant on Raw and SmackDown too. Yeah, which is a bigger thing, which makes a lot of sense because Rhea Ripley said it yeah. in the promo, like she's like, "Oh, she's been taking the title here and there, blah blah blah." blah. So I'm like, "All right, that makes sense." So I want to see the same thing from Io Shirai, yeah. though. That's the thing. I, no, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. problem. I, yeah. I want yeah. to see the same thing. Like, if she was able to do that, if Charlotte Flair was able to do that and pop up on SmackDown and Raw and whatever, with her title and whatever, as the NXT champion. Um, I would love to see a party on one of the big brands. I would love to see a party on one of the big brands for, for this happening. Um, we have two Japanese, uh, two Asian women who have the title. Three, if you count. AEW, but as far as WWE goes, we have Oscar. That's right. Yeah, we have Oscar. Everybody's been tweeting, "Oh, the trilogy is." I didn't think about that. Yeah, they were saying, "Oh, the trilogy has the the trifecta. The trilogy has has happened. Let's we now we can all celebrate." So I I definitely like that. I would love to see, even if it is an interaction on Twitter, I would love to see that. But I would like, love to see like kind of a party. As well, that goes for uh, maybe on NXT rather than, or maybe just on on Raw because Oscar's a Raw cha- title holder. I would love to see her bring her on a show and just say, "Hey, congratulations!" That would be cool. I just it's not gonna, yeah. Happen. It'll be cool. I yeah. would prefer it. I would love to. I, I'm just saying this. It would be great to see that on both shows. Like, congratulations, welcome, welcome to Championhood or whatever you want to call it on Raw, and then. Or if Asuka just shows up on NXT and like, I know. would love both. Yeah. Let her have a a, a regular ceremony on NXT and just have Asuka bring her out on Raw. Because honestly, at this point, like, if people are showing up here and there on different shows, like, people should just be able to show up on different shows. Like, I, I yeah. never understand. And I, you I should be able to be invited. I still don't understand. And that's the other thing. Like, I still don't understand the reason for the fucking split. Like, gives a fuck. Like. It's, it's because of network television. I understand that, but like, it's not even only that. I think it's more so uh, based on the talent because a lot of people, a lot of them can't utilize talent. They're gonna want to utilize them for all shows, like how we have um, Charlotte popping up on three shows. Great for NXT, but why, why use her when we have ten women over here and ten women over here and fifteen over here and certain certain ones are being utilized on every show. And certain ones are not being utilized. A certain amount of, of talent is not being utilized. So I get it, but you should be able to play the background on another show too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think about the other production match that we got? 
Uh, I like it. Um, I think it was it, that good, honestly. It was. I good. like the gimmick of it. I like. It was one of the better ones, I'll say that. Yeah, it was a, it was a decent match. I like it based on being out there once upon a time and in um in full sales back lot and just seeing how amazing it is. Those doors have never fucking open. Never, never, ever. So it was great to see when um Adam Cole came out of nowhere and just blasted him with the fire extinguisher. And it was just great to see. It's like, oh shit, I've walked this way numerous times to go to East Crib too. Like I would, I would walk through there just to go to East Crib or just to go back home and shit like that, depending on what time of day it was. But it was great just to see that version of the backlot, like just the use of it, even during the promos, the backlot that that they use. It's it's a lot that you can actually do with a full sale if you know what you can do, if you or if you're just capable of, of it. So the promos were great. The match was, um, the match was pretty good. It was pretty decent. The I just like. The, the whole aspect of it. I like the, how they utilize the back lot. I think it was a little bit too soon to be to to be done after um, AEW did their stadium stampede. They should have gave it some time, but at the same time, no matter what happens, when it happens, it's going to be like, oh, it's a copycat move in this in this era of utilize what you have because. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's not much. You have to utilize that idea of of of, of a bar um, barroom brawl, or maybe like um, whatever it is. Just using outside sources that have no crowd. So I like it, but maybe too soon. Like it was decent for me, but like I I just felt that there was I couldn't put my finger on it, but there was something missing. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely seem, sure if it, if it was me, like, wanting. It didn't seem that produced to me. Like, at, watching it, it wasn't that produced to me. I don't... It was a produced match, but it, it didn't seem... Match, it didn't seem as produced as anything else we've no, seen. You're, you're absolutely right on that on that regard, 100%. Which is, which is, which is kind of a but good I just thing. Don't, I, I don't think that's what it was. I can't pinpoint what it was that was lacking in that match. Maybe, honestly speaking, for me, I was just like, maybe... At, he should lose it. Maybe he shouldn't lose He's it. He's had it for a year, yes. And he so just, re- like, and he just he... resigned for a couple of more years, I believe. Oh, uh, he did? Yes. Fucking it's the smartest thing for him to do. Okay. I'd rather like I'd rather the elite, the the complete elite be spread out through every last brand until necessary. Like there's really no reason for anyone. We don't really need that many more people in AEW. Mm. Certain names we do, certain names we don't. I would love to see them, like, doing this there, doing this together. I would love to see it, but I don't want to see Adam Cole in AEW because what title does he go after? What title, Not even what title does he go after. What title does he get? It's too soon for... It, it's, they already so have, you like... They, do you think that AEW should add one more title? Two more. Two more? Maybe two more. Most definitely a six-man tag title. Oh, you don't need a six-man tag title. You don't. You don't need a fucking... You don't okay. need the oh, never-open-weight six-man tag title. You don't need that. You don't need it. You have the one of the best... Maybe, you, you, maybe what you can have is a junior heavyweight tag team championship, just like they have in New Japan. They could take that type of style, and maybe they could add a never-open-weight championship to that type of style thing, too to AEW, and then you have 
three tiers in singles and three tiers in, in ta- two tiers in tag. And then you have enough to spread around. Not a trip. I get what you mean because there's a couple of factions here and there to have the triple, but it's just like. Mm. No time soon. You got to. You do have to remember that they're coming out with a second show around. I think maybe end of the year, maybe next year. Maybe they can have a title for Dark. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the Shadow and, Championship. I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. What <laughs> something. No, but I do see. I do see. If not one. I see one more title happening before I see actually two. I'm just saying I I would understand if we got two more titles. They they at least have a roster of about 45 people at this mm-hmm. moment. Everyone deserves a title. <laughs> Everyone deserves a really a good shot at the title at least two, yeah. Yeah, cuz we have Mark Quinn going up against Cody this week. So, it's it's a lot that they can do. It's a lot of people that deserve and need to have certain things that's not going to have it in the first two years, honestly. I mean, like, since we're on AEW, just real quick, are any last thoughts on NXT or any other thoughts that you might have? Um, I, like, I like the Carrion Cross match. It was nothing It was nothing extra. It was pretty decent. Straight to the uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, that was only six minutes. I didn't... Yeah, you said squash. I didn't realize it was only six minutes. Hmm. Um, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. I like the, I like that one. Yes, I like the pounce spot where he put him through the the plexiglass. That was nice. Other than that, nah, I just thought, like I said earlier, I thought Shotzi dead, uh, Shotzi Blackheart was dead because of the spot. Her moonsault that she kind of missed that turned into, it was a botched moonsault that kind of turned into a, uh, Darby Allen like coffin drop some something and yeah. I, it just looked bad her landing oh real quick there was a spot with io chirai where she jumped off of the top of the house and yeah. like she did a crossbody dive and shit but her head hit the floor nonetheless like yeah and i'm like how hard is your fucking head that you didn't even seem dazed you just went boop and we're like okay good yeah she definitely did not like, have I'm like, if that was me, I'm Salvadorian. We have hard heads. Like, I'd have been like, motherfucker. Like, something. Immediately, I'm like, yo. I don't know. It kind of looked protected. Kind of looked. It it didn't look like. Her face hit first. If you look at it, her face hit first. Her forehead hit first. That was the first thing that hit. Like, her hands were supposed to cover, but her hands just were over here. And when she fell, she went, pop. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, um,. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I, I think. I think Rhea, uh, Rhea Ripley's hand may have gotten away a little bit because I did see it. I did notice that as well. And I'm like, oh shit! I did play it back after, and I'm like, eh, hmm, maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. I give. So, I give the pay per view like a maximum of seven, probably six and a half. Decent. Six, six so and that's a half. what I'm saying. Maximum seven, probably between six and seven. So six and a half might. Either. Other than that, yeah, there was out of nothing. hundred? No, I'm kidding. Out of hundred sixty, sixty-five. Sixty-five. Uh, but yeah, back to AEW. I don't know. Like as far as the titles go, I want to. I. It just makes sense to have two more titles. What we have? We have two men's um, tag tag to go as well, and the women's seven titles, six titles wouldn't be so bad. I'm pretty sure we should probably and have I'm, a woman's tag eventually as well. Yes, yeah. And I'm just thinking, just based on having three shows, 
I count Dark as a show. I count no, Dark is a show for sure. It is definitely. Yeah, they changed the they changed the um not the order, but they changed the qual not even the quality, the match types to it. Sometimes like sometimes it's one match, sometimes it's three, but that's been basically because of the pandemic. So we never know what we're gonna did get. Billy gonna have a match on Dark. Yes, he on did. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, really good, really good match. But I don't know, like even with him, there's so many people that that doesn't seem to be getting time or just not being utilized like everyone's hating the way that sean spears is being used i like it i kind of like it um even with the new promo that he has where um tully is getting in that getting in his ass talking about that that spot of me of a picture of me on your drawers is disrespectful (laughs) if this is what you want your legacy to be you can have that but i'll be gone you have to figure it out that shit we were watching when my boys were watching it Double or nothing, and then he was like, See his dick? And I was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about? He's like, I just saw, he's like, I just saw Sean Spears' dick, and I was like, I don't want to smile. And then when I looked at it, I was like, Tully's face. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his flesh color. Yeah, uh, but, but I like, I like the, I like where they're going. It's, it's kind of like the destroy and rebuild version of AEW. Like he's he's had pretty decent matches. He hasn't he doesn't have the worst record. He doesn't have the best record, but he has a record of winning good matches, losing some bad matches, and his promos. Like he's not a jobber. He's still being utilized on TV and on pay per view. He's being utilized, and you have to realize just the fact that when it comes to someone who's been away for a while, that know that they can still do it, they need to they might still be a little bit jaded of saying, I just want TV time. I know what, I know the model of the company. Everyone's like fresh. Let me put some people over. Let me, let me put some people over and let me get my name back out there. Let me see how people feel toward me. And that's where we're at now. He has a new gimmick coming up. I'm guessing it's um, still the chairman, but I think he has like um, the black glove thing that they were doing back in the, back in the day from like, NWA and um and WCW. So I I like it. I like with it with with what they're doing and how they rebuilding people. So I mean the they what the way they build people and the way they're like doing it hasn't been a problem. Way, I haven't had any issues yeah. with it. They're doing it as like they should. They're doing it like like they learned from the shit in New Japan. Like they building them properly little by little. Yeah, it might Only take a question- while, but over the long run it'll it'll pay off for the most yeah. part. To me, the only questionable one so far is Jake Hagar. And it's not really that yes. questionable because it's, it's like because he's muscle. That's it. That's his yeah. He's but muscle. he's not but he's losing matches. That's the only one where it's questionable. He lost his he lost one on one versus um Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. And I think another and Moxley as well. You gotta lose to the champ one. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have. Yeah, somebody has to lose. Dustin, he shouldn't have lost against. But then again, you know the tournament match and all that stuff. So like, <laughs> um, don't do that to the, Dustin. No, I fucking love Dustin, but like, you know my feelings. I love him, but I just don't yeah. Think he Either retire or don't even don't even give that storyline yet. Exactly. Don't give the storyline yet until it's a thing. Like until you're actually feeling like retiring. Um, what do you think about the Marco Stunt and Cody Rhodes match for the TNT Championship? 
Jungle Boy. I said Marco Stunt, right? <laughs> My bad. I'm a Jungle Boy. It was really good. It was, was really good. It was a, hell, a good show. It was a hell of a, of a putover for him. Like, how can you lose a match that great? Because, like, let's be honest. The thing is, Cody obviously outweighed him. He's a heavyweight. Um, yeah, like 50 so pounds? 210. Uh, fucking Jungle Boy is, like, probably, like, what, 170, 175 yeah. max? Um, maybe 180. I even give him 180. Like, and you can tell the size difference, but you know he had to use that speed. And they even like alluded to that that um, against when he had his match against Darby Allen, speed was the thing that was killing him, that was giving him the fritz yeah. and whatever. And um, he finally started utilizing it and put on a great match, honestly. Um, and he's what that like, table I, spot though. Yeah, the table spot was crazy. Like I was watching, I was randomly going through YouTube, and a lot of people, a lot of other like. Um, podcasters or what culture or cultaholic they all had him up there as one of the wrestlers of the week because he put on a show and yeah. he showed what he can do and he's he signed he is him and mjf are signed to 2024 wow <laughs> so no matter so what you the know they happens, have something planned exactly like, yes no matter what always... happens they're gonna be around they're gonna they're gonna be and they're young Yes, they're going to be around and they're going to be utilized and they're going to be something is in the he's next like couple years. I think so. Yeah, he's twenty two. MJF is yeah. twenty four. Think so. Like so, and you can see that there's going to be like a little rivalry because MJF was talking mad shit to Jungle Boy right there, like when he was ringside. He's like, "How are you getting that? That should be me." And I was just like, "Ah, you could." Well, that was that. also from the um, yeah from, from the. From that earlier yeah, match exactly. too, so. so like it's a you lot can, that you can, can build do. two young guys. Like you know, it's you no. Know. Um, yeah. I, I think it was really good. It was really fun. I liked the interview with FTR. It was um, yes. really good. It was very very coy. They were very coy about certain things. They were very, I like the headquarters at the same time. I just like the headquarters. Um, like no, it looks, yeah, <laughs> it looks amazing. It's, yeah, it's it, beautiful. Oh my god! I'm just looking. I'm like I paused. I went back and I paused it a couple of times. I'm just it looking really at just the layout. I'm like, you can't do this in there. <laughs> you can't have this type of situation in a building like that or just a lobby. I'm sitting there. I'm looking like Jesus Christ. It looks it looks wonderful. But to get back to the storyline of things, it was it was great because they have a they have a match that's coming up um, Wednesday. Yeah. I like how they spoke about everybody but the Young Bucks, and then Tony Schiavone brought it up. He's like, well, you know, like, you mentioned everybody, but you didn't mention the Young Bucks. And they were just like... That's just rivalry shit. It's like, going to yeah. happen. And no, yeah, exactly. And it was, he was like, it's going to happen when it happens. He's like, we don't want to beat them when they're, like, you know, when they're hurt and shit. We want to beat them when they're 100%, yeah. which is the best thing they could have said. Because, honestly, like, that's... You don't want to beat somebody that's down. You want to beat them if... Like, I mean, not all think, the time. Not all the time. But, like, you know... um, <laughs> You want to beat somebody when they're at their best, and I, I respect that. And they were just like, you know, talking about the back and forth. And I even liked the little nods of like, I always thought that FTR meant the revival, <laughs> you know, fuck the revival, and they bleeped it out and whatever. He was like, oh, yeah, I can see how you think that and whatnot. And then, like, that's when the whole thing, like, devolved from there with uh, with these guys coming out with it, the Butcher and the Blade and whatnot. Um, that should be a good match yes. because it's too hard to tag teams. That. I want that to be a rivalry, too. I want that to be a rivalry. Like that's that would be really great to see, just a back and forth. Um, maybe not, maybe not rivalry, but it it can be, especially with storytelling and 
long form storytelling, it can be a really good storyline. So either way, I'm just looking forward to that match and matches that they have after. Should be good. Um, any other thoughts on AW? Um, what else did we have? We had the the tag match that started everything off. Um, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc versus title holders, of course. Um, Adam Page is going to say Adam Cole. Adam Page and um, Kenny Omega. It was pretty decent. I don't know. Like it. It was. It was pretty long, but I don't know. It was it was a good match either way. Like, there's nothing too spectacular. Just really, really, really good storytelling for for an opener. Um, also, the Jericho and um, the Jericho and Colt Cabana match, really good. That one I was I skipped over. It. I should have probably watched it, um, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't know why people like Colt Cabana. No. Grassrooting. That's what it comes okay, back to. Okay, that's fair. That's what it comes back to. That's he's, fair. He's different than what he used to be, but at the same time, he has that he has that friendly attitude where it's just like he's playing with you throughout the match, but <laughs> he's still a, he's he's like the playful dick. <laughs> he's like the playful dick. There's just, hey, just like eh. playful dicks. I got it. This is the month to say that, <laughs> but but yeah, like he's ju- he's just that guy where he's just so lovable. He doesn't seem like he's being an asshole to you, but he's being an asshole to you, especially yeah. in the ring. So yeah, that was that was pretty much. I don't want to say my match of the night, but it was it was definitely a a good match. It's always good to see Jericho in the match, yeah. and it's always good to see Jericho fight someone who he hasn't fought before too. Exactly, and that's what that's what AEW like gives them the opportunity to do. There's so many people to like fucking fight. Um, I like that. I like the fact that, and this is what I this is the one thing I do like about AEW over um, WWE and Wilkins. You can talk all the shit you want. <laughs> honestly, you can. But the thing is, like, you're always gonna talk your I, shit. I know. I, I just don't know what it is. But like, honestly, um, he doesn't like you. Next week, I, <laughs> next week he uh we. Well, this Wednesday, actually, we have, uh, or when this debuts, they, whatever, um, which will be on Wednesday. Uh, you have, like you mentioned before, you have um, Cody versus the, what's his kid's name? Uh, Mark, Marcus Quinn. Mark yeah, Quinn. Marcus Quinn. Mark Quinn. And part of a tag team. Yeah. Just because you're part of the tag team doesn't mean you can't be in a singles competition to try to win a championship, though. And I don't understand why WWE doesn't look at shit like that, like, Yes, they're taxing, but they're also just a regular wrestler if they want to be. Like, yeah. They don't have to be pigeonholed. They only, the tag team. they only do that when they're trying to further the tag team storyline. Yeah, and that's You know how fine. they go. It's like one Uso versus one New Day member. Yeah, but like yeah. at the same time, it's like, why can't Jimmy go for the Intercontinental Championship whenever the fuck he wants if it's an open challenge? Or that's, that's my thing. Like for the U.S. Yeah. Open Championship, like... When not U.S. Open Championship, but when they have the U.S. Championship and they say, "Oh, it's an open challenge to anybody," yeah. I never see any tag team people just come out of nowhere like, "Yo, I'm gonna go for that." Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a try to go yeah. get it. And AEW is already showing that, and you, they're already even showing that outside of just even a championship match, like they could hang one on one. Like, you, how many times have we seen Ray Phoenix one on one already? Like, 
Ray, Ray Phoenix was yeah. a fucking super campeonato, like, of AAA. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a big fucking deal if you're the main man in, in AAA. And, you know, so he's clearly some people are not only limited to tag team. And that's what I like about it, the fact that they're doing that. Like, yeah. Hey, that's really smart. Of a tag team doesn't mean you're not your own wrestler and you can't go for things you want to go for. So, it's really I, smart because, yeah. like, especially especially now, you have to utilize who you can utilize. Like, everyone's not willing to wrestle. If exactly. they're willing to wrestle, let them wrestle. However, makes sense to this person's uh, storyline or career. And I think most of the AEW people are game to wrestle. Like, yeah, of course, we're living in this world where we have to be careful. I don't and think there's this pandemic. I'm going not on. sure. I'm not sure, but I don't think Nyla was really that willing to, to wrestle. And that's fine. And if that's the reason she lost the title and she realized that, like, hey, if I'm going to be the women's champion and I have to show up and I'm not going to wrestle and I don't feel like showing up because of the virus and all that stuff. Yeah. That's and fine. that's, that's your, yeah, that's, that's, we have to, that's, health that's and safety. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to talk shit about you for that. And if that's what it was and that's why, um, that's just my speculation only because, no, yeah. only because, that's my speculation only because that was like her only real title defense between mm. somebody that was on the roster. And so she could, was yeah, you might and she it. wasn't actually on dark and she wasn't on um whatchamacallit, she wasn't on um dynamite as much. So like she so did a pro might, yeah, yeah. she did a promo on I think either the road to um road to double or nothing or um being the elite. One of them she did a promo for it's like, oh now you guys are calling me like trying to further her heel status and she did it she's had what three three matches she had um big swole she had the double or nothing title match and she had um a match where she fought a jobber so maybe not completely resistant to fighting but just very wary Maybe she's very weird, and which is everybody smart. Everybody should be careful. Exactly. Everybody, yeah. Like I've I've been told by people like, oh, you know, I'm thinking of taking a flight to Tampa. I'm like, all right, but guess what? If you're going to take a flight to Tampa, or if you're going to take a flight to Miami, or anywhere you're going, if you're coming from New York, guess what? The problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, those 14 days. Do you have yeah. those 14 days? You don't have those 14 days. Those and then extra when you come back, days. There's another 14 days if you're going to work. It's just so it's like you don't have like, like you really got to think about shit. So I understand. If that's the reasoning, fuck it. I yeah. understand. And if she understands, like, hey, you know, if I can't be the champion, if I'm not going to show up, that's it's awesome yeah. thing, too. But like like I said, most of them seem game to perform, honestly. Yeah. You see well, them on Dark, you see them on, on Dynamite, you saw them in the paper. Exactly. So, yeah. Speaking on the health, one of the referees um, pretty much, I forgot who it was, but he pretty much gave Cody some shit for, um, for bleeding. Yeah, At- we shouldn't be bleeding right now. Cody is Cody. I know, I know. And... I even texted. I even texted that, like saying something about um, he had to bleed. <laughs> like, yeah. Of course, Cody's bleeding, but I'm just like, you pro- now's probably not the time to do it. I yeah, understand exactly. you're going through exactly. all your safety. You, you've checked everybody, temperature checks. You've gotten no positive results. I get that, and it's great. But, but still, opening up yourself—that's an open at this moment. Yeah. Just, if if what they're saying is true, that the shit hangs around in air for at least three hours. Yeah. Uh, open. You probably shouldn't do that. I know. Even if way, you stitch yourself feeling, up, still. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, you're you're not risking good. not only yourself but everybody at that point because the other wrestler, because he's touching that blood, that gets unfortunately some maybe might get absorbed to the body, whatever through a pore or whatnot, or through a cut he yeah. might not know he has. So it's like it's. 
I it's agree. the worst kind of infection ever. Exactly. Fucking oh god. I, I yeah. agree. So um, but yeah. I do want to talk about um the 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 ah, why can't I talk right now? What is the what is Brody Lee's faction? The Dark Order. Jesus. Um after the Cole Cabana and Chris Jericho match, Brody Lee pretty much popped up in uh Cole Cabana interview. Basically, because he Coco Bender has lost a couple of matches, I think it's at like three at this point. Basically, gave him gave him a bottle of water, and I think earlier, I think last week, um, the guy that we was always seeing in the promos with the suit, with the suit jacket, he gave him a card after the, after one of his matches. So that's something I'm I'm kind of weary about. I kind of want to see that. I want to see. I kind of want to see certain people go over to the yeah. I kind of want to see Hale. Yeah, I want to see Hale Colt Cabana. I want to yeah, see how that works. I wouldn't mind. Now about Peter Peter Avalon and um, Brandon Cutler. I don't know. I'm tired of them already. I'm tired of their yeah, who's, who's the, the they are battling for who's the worst loser at this point. Like that's the storyline. They both have, I think either 12 or 13 losses and Peter Avalon keeps calling him or keep popping up on being the elite or wherever saying, Oh yeah, you're a loser. You're a loser. You're a bigger loser. Eh. I'm like, keep that on dark <laughs> or something or whatever. But, and if you want to keep that on dark and have it like have dark solidified as a real show, I guess maybe keep it on being the elite, but it's just getting, honestly, yeah. To get, to make dark a real show, like give, Darker championship at the end of the day. Honestly, I think that's the best way forward if you want to it's make like the that. cruiserweight title. Yeah, why not? Like, or just any other like. Not, I'm not gonna say baby shit title because that, that'll mm-hmm. be disrespectful to anybody. But like, dark should have a championship because then that way it'll gather, it'll garner more reason to watch AW Dark. The fact yeah. that it's a championship match doesn't have to be all the time, but maybe every two weeks the title could be on the line. That's it's why I was a, saying Cody needs title. to be on both shows. It's not a, exactly, and he probably will be. They're probably like working out all those logistics too. But like, it's just, hey, we should probably in the future probably have a title for AW yeah. Dark. It, it would make sense to me at least. Yeah, it would definitely make sense. Um, Preston, who was known as Ten of the of the Dark Order, he's injured. Um, something happened with his arm. I'm not sure exactly what. I didn't read into it, but I know he's injured. Him and um, Jinder Mahal is going through another surgery as well. So mm-hmm. that's that's a thing. Uh, what else do I have here? What else do I have? Do you want to talk about... Oh, Jim Ross said that once upon a time, before the pandemic, there were supposed to be some live shows happening. I for eight. Oh, so I'm just like... Not yeah, it's supposed to be live. some live shows, yeah. Okay. Which they actually really do need. We've spoke about this as far as, um, I don't want to say technique, but just the, the way they work, people work together. Even a tag team. A lot of the tag teams actually needed to know. For reps, to know fine. Yes. I, I'll give you that. For reps and all that type of shit, then yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Um, and uh, it'll generate some revenue, I guess, too, so it yeah. doesn't hurt there either. But don't overdo it like WWE does it, like where you have yeah, seven, they said, yeah. where you have they seven in a week and then you have Monday, Friday, and no, just don't do yeah. that shit. Two on Monday and type shit. Yeah, now nah, that's unnecessary. Um, blah, 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 blah. I want to talk about New Japan and what they're going to be doing. Sure. We're running out of time, but I'm just saying. like This is my last thing. This is this yeah. is really the last thing where they're going to restart matches. I mean, restart. Are they going to? 
Yeah, that was, that's the plan. Oh, you, did, you saw? Wait, so did yeah. that happen already? That thing? So what was the? I think it was actually today. It probably is today. I feel like it was today. Um, probably yeah. right now, actually. <laughs> well, most likely. But, that's um, they're they're planning on restarting little bits here and there because Naito was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go defend my belt elsewhere." If you're not gonna, you know, if and I can't they should let it. him. They should let they him should do let it. Him. Yeah, because he has that what sixty day um non compete thing. Yeah, six months. Six months. Month, month, yeah. So if you don't defend it within six months, or if you can't, like, you get stripped. And that should apply to everybody, including the heavyweight champion. Every single title that should he apply to everybody, huh? No, I know he has both. He has both. He's Naito two belts. But um, no, yeah, like it, it should apply to it should apply down all the way down to the never open weights. Like it, yeah. it is what it is. So um, why not open it up a little bit to have them? If they want to come to the U.S. and defend them, let them come to the U.S. and defend them. Like, why the fuck not? What does it hurt you? It gives you more exposure in the long run. So. Exactly. Like, th- that's what it comes down to where it's like, okay, you have to utilize your, your partnerships in a certain type of way and be able to use, utilize them more than just having their, their people come to your shows. Let your people go to their shows. Let your people defend their titles on your shows. Maybe even lose. And just have more partnerships. Like, oh, shit, I'm over here knocking on the mic. <laughs> but we've we've been talking about for like the last two three years, maybe maybe since the beginning of the podcast, we've been talking about cross promotions. This might be like this would be the time to do it. Yeah, this is the time to get over your baby bullshit, like butt hurt stuff, and just like yeah, just start working together. There's more love, money involved yeah. for everybody. Everybody's gonna make so much more money. It's gonna be so much better for everybody involved. Like. Get off your fucking high horses. Just you know what would be good about you and New Japan at one point, and just call it a fucking day. Stop being bitches about yeah. it. Yeah, both sides. Even the thing about that is there's no is, reason for not to. The thing about that is, I think somebody's gonna feel disrespected about who's fighting who when it comes Yo. to oh. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, they I have to. Just, they got to suck that it shit up out. and just fucking fight. just do it. Yeah, you're gonna tell me. You're going to let being butthurt be in the way of making more fucking money? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because guess what happened? At the end of the day, it's always about making money. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, And that's why New Japan is starting to do live live shows. Um, Well, Bushi wrote, they said they're going to do live wrestling matches. Well, not live, but... No, I know what you mean. But well, live, but not crowd, not crowded. They're not, yeah. not going to have any crowded doing. Honestly all. speaking, the fact that they're not doing the fucking no crowd shit is actually pretty surprising because. I would have thought the they would have done at least some the of The crowds them. are quiet already anyway. That's my point. <laughs> and honestly, no disrespect to that. I love that. Sometimes I love it. I do. Because you can shit. hear everything. We sit in fucking uh, legends and watch wrestling together with everybody there the same way that New Japan watches. Like, yeah. It's just in a bar. Exactly. I mean, and we don't. We, sometimes we clap. Sometimes we don't. But yeah. still, it, yeah, it happens that way. So, like, they should really. I was so ready to be there quiet. Like. That's the Genesis, like, <laughs> and uh, and then just ah! exactly, yeah, yeah, or yelling but, like with, the, <laughs> with everybody, like just you know. But I think it was supposed to be today, but I can't find it for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on. I'm on their, um, I'm on their YouTube. I don't, I don't know. I can't find it. I just but, hope they get started back up soon. We got robbed of the Super J Cup, the New Japan Cup already. We're probably gonna get robbed of the G1 Climax as well. <laughs> Which is which hurts my fucking heart because I love watching those, and that's the thing. I just love watching those tournaments. Like, 
We're we're probably not gonna have. Wait, Dominion is gonna be actually later this year. They said it's gonna be. They initially had it for August, regardless this year. Certain things cannot July. skip a year. Certain things cannot skip a year. If, if this would have happened, can't, you can't skip the G one climax. You have to exactly. have a G one climax. Exactly. Like as soon as but everything goes back, to gonna normal. start later too. That's the thing. I remember when they did the initial thing. They said yeah. G one climax was gonna be like September. August, September. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I remember because we were really super fucking confused and. And um, we're just not gonna at, get our Madison Square Garden one. Yeah, that's just the mm. man. Honestly, twenty twenty. <laughs> honestly, honestly, between twenty twenty and MSG, fuck them both. <laughs> but that's a, that's a, that's a, a conversation we can have at another time because MSG is just the people in charge of MSG mm. looking like dicks at the moment. But um, that's what we have. Um, well, we can't do it, but that's what we have. The Barclays for now, like they're pro everybody. So, if only, if only, we need another, we need another fucking stadium or arena out here in New York well, City. If you know NYCFC put their fucking foot on the gas and actually got their fucking stadium, it's another. Between that and fucking um, Yankee Stadium, they need to utilize that shit too. That's what I'm saying. That parking lot across the street from Yankee Stadium is in fucking debt. By hundreds of millions of dollars, and the city doesn't do shit about it. And if you just put the stadium there, wait, stop, stop. We have we have things we have to we have to do and try to get that to happen on our side. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> been telling them for years. We have things that we can do on that side. We, uh, we might yeah. we can help people do stuff like Man. that. Yeah, is that all yeah. we got? Um, it's not it's not Bailey two belts. It's Bailey dough straps. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bailey has Congrats, two and it's like great it. for them. And I like that they I were like talking it. shit. I mean, like, ha ha! Oh my god, we're crying now. But like, uh, I give them. I they like should, that yeah, she. I like that she went back to the that. photos that everyone was saying they was actually happening. Like crying wasn't. with the belts. They should have done that. That would have been. Yes. that'd have been funny. So, uh, but no, hopefully, good, good for them. Still happy. Happy. them. I'm actually happy. That they, I'm actually happy that she's a double champ. I am too, and I really hope that they actually do reenact those those. Those rumored pictures, those rumored moments. I really, I swear to God, I hope it happens. I would put the old ass, um, the old ass clip. You mad? You mad? With yes, the click. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I would. Definitely. I would. As much clickbait as we get from WWE and certain people in wrestling in general, things like that need to happen. Where it's just like, you guys were talking shit for a whole year. You hate Sasha for this for no reason, whether it happened or didn't happen, or she mm -hmm. bitched or she went on her vacation and everyone's hating that she's on vacation and putting words in her mouth. I would love for that to happen right now. I want a fucking vacation. Did I get one? No. I, I mean, we all kind of did, but not really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, it, was the, it was the worst vacation ever. It's like the world is crumbling and we're just like, oh, no work. Put your feet up. Kind of. Maybe you can, maybe you can. Either way, that is the show. <laughs> Fuck 2020 with the heavy so like you said, it's the show. You can follow us on Twitter at folks and chokes myself at underscore Mr. Alex25 underscore the guy on the other side at NUW. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's so wrong. NU underscore K-E-W-L-A. Facebook.com slash pokes and chokes. Instagram at folks chokes podcast. Uh you can listen to us on Stitcher. On Spotify, iTunes, Google, and Transistor FM. Uh, 
But yeah, that's the episode. Thanks for watching, and we'll I, see you guys. I really want to know where this New Japan thing is at. All right, we're done with the show. Okay, bye. <laughs> Say bye. bye.